0: HKY1, ladies and gentlemen, we are back yeah, again. Back. The anticipation Oof. for episode 16 One six. H HKY1. Yeah, man. Back, there you go. back in the house, yeah, back you in the building.
1: It. And who am I? Who are we?
0: Who are we? Who are we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Go for it. Ozzy the Butcher in the house, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome back, Ozzy. <Aussie. laughs> uh, uh, how I'm you Vincent. doing, Vincent? I am Vincent. Uh, how are you doing, mate? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm very back. good.
1: So. Yep. Yeah, because the first thing I have to ask you as we do for every episode, <laughs> again, um, you got your PS5.
0: All right, so here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, no. <laughs> no. The answer is no. You never however, get it! However, however, I, I gave up. I gave up. Um, I became part of the problem. And I made a decision uh, last week. I went on to Carousel. Uh, so for those of you... Um, outside of Hong Kong for those of you that live in Hong Kong you would know the carousel app Um, it's it's a it's a platform where um, resellers uh, can sell you know uh, hyped items uh, used items um, and uh, buyers can just scroll scroll through and you know uh, and um, uh, make offers a simple platform for for a secondhand market used market I went on there and I ordered a PlayStation 5 from some dude that was lucky enough to win the draw and uh, we are going to go pick it up on Tuesday together. So I will have to look this guy in the eyes, hand him the extra cash that he does not deserve and i will take for this? well not, too much, much not too much not too much not too much um, say not too
1: much right
0: <laughs> come on uh it's just around 6 or 700 dollars more hong kong dollars so uh it's like a what, 100 100 100 bucks us more That's 150 more. 120 more yeah about 70 quid more um you know fair enough you know cuz like i i i thought to myself this guy got lucky whatever he's he hit the jackpot you know easy money for him Uh, but for me time is of essence here Uh, my life is going to change very soon Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so you know I had to do it there you Uh go I gave in I am now part of the problem ladies and gentlemen I'm fueling (laughs) the resell market I'm fueling the scalpers there you have it (laughs) (laughs) love it
1: love it (laughs) Uh love it mate. Love talking it. Well, about then.
0: it hurts me. It hurts me a lot. Talking um, about
1: it talking about it doesn't hurt me at all, man. You, know, <laughs> you it love makes this. Me happy. You love this. It makes me happy <laughs> mate. It makes
0: me happy. You love it when people suffer, don't you? You love my pain. Only your pain, mate. Only your pain.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there you go. So, I got two controllers. Um so 5100 yeah. bucks. Not too bad. Jesus not too My bad
1: God. I'm happy for you man I'm happy for
0: you thank you very much <laughs>
1: so I don't need to be asking you this question at the beginning of every episode right yeah oh, well say. we'll see
0: I mean who knows this guy might be fake um, I don't know I, I we'll see
1: meet this guy <laughs> on Tuesday Good Luck. I'm sure you will tell us your experience during the next episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, so, what are we talking about today, anyway? We're not here to talk about your bloody trips to try and buy an overpriced PlayStation. What are we talking well, about yeah. today?
0: Well, s- since we're in Hong Kong, right? I mean, HKY1, uh, we, we try and circulate, so, well, we, we try to uh, stick with news stories and what's happening in Hong Kong and, you know, just our general day to day stories, right? So, vaccine yeah. situation. Yeah, of course. Um, Ooh. I like to think that Hong Kong did a pretty good job in securing vaccines. Mm. Don't you think? Yeah, no,
1: they they got in early. You know, when the when the when the vaccine menu when, when the vaccine restaurant opened up, and Hong Kong went in, and the waiter came to Hong Kong and they said, "Right, what do we have in the menu?" The waiter says, "Look, we've got some AstraZeneca, we've got some Pfizer." we've got a little bit of this. We've got a little bit of that. And, you know, Sinovac as well, which Sinovac comes as standard by default. Yeah. And um, Hong Kong basically went to the waiter and said, actually, do you know what? We've got a Sinovac, but I would like a little bit of Pfizer as well. You know, that's the Biotech yeah. one, right? So yeah. they bought, you know, however millions of doses of the, uh, of the Pfizer and, uh, yeah, I would say, the, you know, the rest is history. So they we are able to, one of the only places in the whole world, we're able to go online if you're a Hong Kong resident, mm. um, select which vaccine you want. So there's choice of the Chinese Sinovac vaccine or the uh, Pfizer vaccine. OK, so you can go in, book it. And from uh the experiences I've been hearing from people that I know it's uh very efficient in terms of the Yeah, process. it's pretty simple. I I very checked smooth. out
0: the website hmm. as well. Um, you know, you just key in your, your ID, uh and then it, it comes up with a um uh, just you're you're presented with two choices as as Ozzy just said. Right? SinoVac C- or BioNTech, BioNTech click one of them and then it comes up with a whole bunch of um uh, a timetable and you can select which uh vaccine um facility or whatever you want to call it uh and and there you go and you select your your uh you can if you choose the biontech one then you get to select your second jab and a time a date very simple so Mm -hmm. it it seems like there's definitely no uh uh concern around doses you know hong kong has many doses Mm. um to the point where last week on the news you know they they were the government was urging people to uh to sign up because there's a expiration date on 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 the on the vaccines oh yeah very true very true Mm. very very true yeah so
1: you mentioned signing up they're encouraging people to sign up um the take up of these vaccines, you would say, isn't where the government would like it to be, right? Mm. They want more people to be signing up for these vaccines. What can they do to encourage people to go out there and get vaccinated?
0: Yeah, so I, th- I think there's two sides to the story, right? I mean, if you look at UK, US, the uh, UK, for example, the vaccine rollout has been very successful, right? Uh, yeah. I, I think there's a very high percentage of the population, um, at least the the high-risk population has already been vaccinated. Um, and I think that's very much due to the, f- the fact that there is trust in the government, right? And yeah. also just uh, 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 efforts in uh, sharing knowledge and... Uh, information around the virus itself and also how these vaccines work you know um, just various things like that I think uh, UK in particular has done a really good job Hong Kong however if we just look at the vaccine information uh, you know the vaccine rollout and, and that kind of stuff I think equally have done a good job but the trust in the government is is where the issue lies in my opinion so that i think that also uh affects people and their willingness to go out and and get this fact get their jabs yeah it's which is <sighs> which is unfortunate right i mean i'll, I'll say that yeah it's it's uh, it's
1: a difficult one we haven't got the we haven't in Hong Kong. So, people don't necessarily believe that if I get the vaccine, cool, I'm vaccinated. If I don't get the vaccine, nothing really changes because I'm still able to go about my business. Restaurants are open here, schools are open, the swimming pools are open, the beaches are open. You could pretty much do whatever you really want to do, you know, mm. within reason out here. So, getting the vaccine or not, sorry, not getting the vaccine, isn't going to exclude you from those said activities. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe that's why a lot of people are kind of just like, Hey, let me sit back, relax, and um, just wait until there's some sort of incentive for me to go out and get vaccinated.
0: Yeah. And it's also just, just the, the situation here has been relatively good compared to the rest of the world, right? Mm. Numbers of, I mean, there was the the the, uh, Ursus Fitness situation that we talked about Mm. two episodes ago, but, you know, that was controlled very well. Um, So again, you know, I think people um, just generally are not that incentivized because it's not such a high risk at the moment, Mm. right? And like you said, people are still out Um, Dining out, you know, although it's only till 10 o'clock now, was it? 10 p.m.? I think you can only dine in at a restaurant until 10 p.m., yeah. Yeah, you know, like, people are are used to that lifestyle now, I think, right? So Mm. to to incentivize people to get jabs, um, there was talks about, you know, segmenting a restaurant where if you if you if, <laughs> if, if a group of people have all been um, received their doses, they can sit in groups of eight or whatever it was, and you can stay longer in a restaurant uh personally I, I feel awesome. that's a terrible decision because <laughs> um, then yeah. you're just you're, you're creating you know this this hierarchical yeah. society. <laughs> yeah
1: exactly exactly and this is and this is not it's to be honest these challenges are not unique just to Hong Kong these challenges of how they're going to um not incentivized, but how they're going to uh open up the economy to those who have actually been vaccinated is always you know in the uk they're talking about vaccine passports and there was something similar yeah. in terms of reaction. so you're just going to have a, a two-tier society you've got the people who have been vaccinated who will be able to get all the benefits being able to get anything mm. that they want and travel and move and get the people who haven't got vaccinated for whatever mm. reason and they're being excluded and you are going to create that two you know, that two-tier, you know, society, and you don't really, you really want that, and you don't, right? So it's hard, yeah. I think it's a challenge across the world, not unique to Hong Kong.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, the implications of, of having a world like that, right?
1: Mm. Um, it's
0: bad, it's bad. Yeah, it, it's not, it's not a situation anybody wants to be in. You know, we're not politicians, who, who are we to say? Yeah, you yeah. know, but, um, you
1: exactly. know, that's,
0: yeah, it's, it's, uh it's not great.
1: <laughs> but on a, a light on a lighter note.
0: <laughs> on a very much more lighter note. Um, so I've I've been on a quest, Ozzy. Oh My uh, gosh!
1: <laughs> of course, you've been on a quest. It's
0: called finding a PlayStation. What other the, quests have you been? That, on? that quest is that quest is done. I I used money. I bought myself. <laughs> <laughs> I bought my way. <laughs> you bought your way in. Yeah. Uh terrible, terrible! Don't do that, kids um so ciders, ciders ciders so you you being from the uk you know we, we've we no. talked about i think we've talked about ciders before at some point but um mm-hmm. um i've been on this quest ever since i left the uk so i lived in the uk for a little bit mm-hmm. um i love the ciders there right like uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've visited somerset before uh, for those <laughs> of you in hong kong if you walk into a Seven Eleven, is uh, a cider called Somerset right by the brand Somerset Um, but to me those ciders are more like uh, they're like fizzy drinks they're like pop it's like a soda Um, so I've been on this quest to find real ciders in Hong Kong Mm -hmm. Um, well I mean relatively not cheap but um, affordable uh, everyday kind of you know nice cider Mm. and I didn't even think to look in M&S Marks and Spencer you know a UK brand that's all over Hong Kong um and recently i i discovered the cider section ah. and they have, they have yeah they have a great selection of um uh, uh just you know bottled ciders um you know 40 dollars Hong Kong thir- 39 Hong Kong dollars per per bottle they even have this deal if if you buy 3 you get one free okay <laughs> oh my so i'm a, I'm a cheapo uh but these are these are real ciders, like nice ciders. Uh so there's this there's one that, that's aged in in a oak barrel. So it uh-huh. gives you this unique um flavor. I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's um it's not the uh the Somerset uh fizzy drink that's super sweet type cider. This is the real deal. So it's and like it, a, dry, it's so a good. dry a dry yes. cider.
1: It's dry. Yes. Right. Does it feel like fizzy apple juice?
0: no exactly exactly it's really good it's really nice so you know if you're feeling uh like a cider go check it out
1: well it's summertime here right or sometime is yeah definitely here it's getting warmer out here i've got the aircon on you know and, and um it's nothing better than having a a glass filled with ice there you go and, and with, uh, with with a nice decent cider
0: can't go wrong can't go wrong it's it's really nice yeah check it out yeah i will i will and i'll come back to you <laughs> see if it's any good or not yeah you better you better the oak one the vintage aged they, they, i mean that's all marketing but it, it's it, it's uh <laughs> it's aged in, in an oak barrel that's the one that that's really yeah, aged I, I'm in to that
1: aged in an oak barrel all right
0: yeah much yeah for that yeah, okay getting fancy with this stuff it's gonna say man yeah sticking to hong kong right what are we going anywhere else <laughs> yeah. well so well we got visitors didn't we godzilla versus kong
1: oh yeah yeah i see where you're going
0: with that yeah. Visitors. i see where yeah, you're going with visitors. it visitors
1: <laughs> my word okay so what's this, this, this movie about so we're, you're talking about godzilla versus kong the movie that was recently released um, yes. on hbo and yes. cinema Right, that one, right?
0: That's right. So we, we talked about King Kong series, the Godzilla series. Uh, uh, I think we I think we reviewed the trailer as well. Yes, we did. Look if I'm the not trailer. mistaken, yeah, we talked yes, about we it. So, so Ozzy, did did you get a chance to check this movie out?
1: Yes. So I watched the movie. Um, it's an interesting movie. To be honest, <laughs> let Are you me gonna quickly- give us a synopsis. Yeah, let me give you the blurb. The, uh, what's the film yeah, called no, again? No
0: spoilers. No spoilers. Godzilla versus Godzilla, uh, Kong, was it? God, God, Godzilla God, versus King Kong? Godzilla versus
1: Kong. Okay. All right. Let me find. What does it say? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, Kong and his protectors undertake a perilous journey to find his true home. Along for the ride is Jia an orphan awesome girl who has a unique and powerful bond with the mighty beast. However, they soon find themselves in the path of enraged Godzilla as he cuts a swathe of destruction across the globe. The initial confrontation between the two titans instigated by unseen forces is only the beginning of a mystery that lies deep within the core of the planet. <laughs> Official release date, March twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. Director Adam Adam Wingard. Budget 155, $200 dollars. Box office 390 million dollars so far.
0: Okay, so it's so it's done pretty well. So far. Oh so yeah. yeah. It's definitely broken even.
1: But mm. uh yeah, so that's the film. So what are my thoughts on this um on this movie? Um it's okay. It's okay. Um it didn't uh Set my world on fire. It was a um, you know you 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 go to watch this film because you want to see Godzilla and King Kong fight, and yeah. that is where that's where you get here, right? You get them fighting. Um, as I mentioned in the synopsis, you get them fighting earlier on in the film, but then it also takes a journey to kind of like the birth. I won't go to spoilers, but the origin of King Kong if anything, Mm. you know, where Mm. he came from and all that type of thing. So there's a little bit of uh, a journey and arc to to King Kong, believe it or not. There's an arc. He has a character arc (laughs) in this movie, Um, which is which is quite cool because you just be like two massive, mindless monsters fighting each other. Right. So there's Mm. no motivation or you don't understand why you're doing it. Or but there's there's some there's some heart to this movie. They've got what's her face? The girl from um, yeah, we Minnie, keep forgetting Minnie, Minnie, her name. Eleven. Millie Bobby Brown, the girl from Stranger Things.
0: Yeah, I just remember With as Eleven.
1: Eleven. Eleven from Stranger Things. Yeah, so I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, right? But every time I see her on any in any TV show, I just think Eleven from Stranger Things. I just think, and, yeah. and I believe that like she's just playing the same character. She is.
0: <laughs> even even the scenes look like they're straight out of Stranger Things.
1: This is the thing, and, and it just made me laugh. <laughs> I was watching it. I'm like, if I squint just slightly, yeah. this could be series two of Stranger yeah. Things episode five. She doesn't five. talk. He doesn't talk. And it's just like, oh my gosh. But that's exactly um, what I thought. Oh man. But, uh, you know, the, you know, human characters, films like this, you don't give a, you don't really care about the humans, but there are humans in it. Um, mini body Bobby Brown, AKA 11 from stranger things is one of those humans and she, okay. I going not go into it, but they go on some ridiculous journey. And I'm just like hard mm. eye, eye roll, hard eye rolling, mm. but you just got to take it for what it is at face value and don't yep. read too much into it. But sometimes when it's slapping you in the face, you know, it kind of it
0: kind continues to do that. Yeah,
1: it's like <laughs> in your face. Like, I don't mind. Movies can be dumb. Movies can be ridiculous. But if they're yeah. dumb and ridiculous, I'm like, no, I'm not taking that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking that, mate. Not at all. Um, but in conclusion, it was, I'll say, one of the acts in the film. You know, it does take place in Hong Kong. A very futuristic, so, yeah, neon-filled Hong Kong.
0: <laughs> we should spoil that in a minute we, okay. we need to talk about that in a minute that scene um so very quickly as well i i feel very much the same way you do about this film mm. it's not bad for what it is uh you know you you can't go into these films thinking nolan right you know, or you know uh you can't be thinking uh this is the next uh you know uh, uh academy award winner um but for what it is i i enjoyed the film um having said that i completely agree with you on the uh, the bobby as uh, the millie uh, millie bobby i can never remember her name 11 story arc millie bobby brown mate thank you millie bobby brown was just not required right i i feel like if you if you cut all of, of her scenes out the film would be the same um, to the point where I at one point I felt like this was just the b-roll of stranger things and you're like Oh, we have some extra film. Why don't we sell it to these guys and stick stick it into this movie? But anyway That aside that aside. Yes, uh, you know, we we walk we go into these films and we want to see Godzilla we want to see Kong and we get a lot of that right? I, I feel like the action scenes were amazing uh, I I really enjoyed them and I kept thinking, looping back to some of the podcasts uh, that we we've, we've talked about, being in the cinema, you know, with the at the big screen, with the amazing sound system, and with a group of people, you know, imagine watching those scenes wi- in the cinema. It would have been such a great experience, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, and you know, unfortunately, we you know we're watching it at home, but uh, I still enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the action sequences of 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 the the monsters fighting um and to your point i i feel like this is a kong movie this is not really about godzilla it's more about kong uh and like you said there's a there's a story arc to it we get to understand a little bit more about uh what kong is and uh their species and uh you know uh (laughs) the center of the earth and you know stuff like that i'm not going to spoil it now um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, I felt that this film was fine, fine, <laughs> yep, sounds about right, yeah, 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 I probably wouldn't have watched it um but but, uh, you know, you insisted we watch it for a particular reason, yeah, man, yeah, you wanna share that with our audience, uh, so Hong Kong in it, so. <laughs>
1: One of the scenes, one of the fight scenes uh, takes place in Hong Kong, specifically Hong Kong Island. Uh, You might not recognize it because... Spoiler territory. Spoiler territory. um, In post-production, they kind of put loads of neon all over the place. So all the buildings, the major buildings that you you and I love, you know, the Bank of China building and all of that, they edge each one of them in like bright pink or yellow or green colored neon and mm. it's quite um, funny at first, but um, King Kong and Godzilla, they yeah, they basically fight all the way up to like mid-levels at one point, I <laughs> yeah. think I've seen the background, and they and they destroy everything. Millions of people would have died like instantly. Oh yeah, for sure. Millions of people dead. And it's funny because it's like, oh yeah, we've got to evacuate the city. I'm like, have you, you got um, to evacuate, no. <laughs> evacuate Hong Kong to, evacuate people in the city of Hong Kong to what? Into the water? Yeah. Like, Start swimming, start swimming, because like, there's nowhere to run, mate. There's nowhere to run too, because this is a, it's an island. They're fighting on this yeah. island. You're you're dead. So I would have been dead.
0: Vincent, you definitely would have died. Seriously. No way. I'm, I'm like one of the best swimmers in Hong Kong. What are you talking I'm, about?
1: I am. T- I am talking about King Kong being like body slammed into your
0: building, <laughs> mate. <laughs> the first scene was was uh, I think I think King, it was either King Kong or Godzilla smashed into the Chung Kong building, right right next to the. That's me. Um, yeah yeah right next that's to the bank dead, in china yeah. that's everyone you. dead everyone,
1: <laughs> everyone dead suffering uh, can't breathe it's ridiculous yeah. it was just it was just so over the top it was very very funny it's awesome and, though uh, right I, yeah, I i really yeah. enjoyed that yeah it was good just you know seeing your city getting leveled mm. you know while watching mm. it in the city <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're destroy. like well, you just look
0: out the window um <laughs> oh
1: man that's this this is not good i shouldn't really be here right now but anyway, that was, it was good i enjoyed that yeah bit. I enjoyed it and then
0: mecha godzilla
1: what's that about mate what's that about? yeah
0: robo godzilla oh, right what the hell what the hell um oh, so th- so they introduced robo godzilla i suppose uh you know that's something from straight from the godzilla lore uh uh, the uh, the uh, the humans they were uh, they were developing this r- robotic Godzilla um, mm. under inside the peak I guess in Hong Kong. Was it uh, in the uh, peak, right? It yeah, the peak. they were in the peak. Oh, <laughs> uh, and uh, they activated somehow. Uh, you know, uh, Millie Bobby, I forgot her surname. Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Thank you. My lord. She somehow activates the the robot I, I forgot what happened there or it was it the kid with her
1: i don't know i think yeah. they sat on i think they sat on the green go
0: button or something like yeah that. there you go that, that was that was yeah th- yeah that that was it um and the the ro- robo godzilla bursts out of of the peak starts fighting both godzilla and kong what, like, so their asses.
1: what the hell what are we talking about what are Man. we talking about Bloody hell, a robot emerges from the peak and fights a yeah. monkey and a bloody dinosaur. A lizard. Giant a lizard. lizard, yeah. A giant
0: lizard. What? <laughs> oh my yeah, word. Anyway, yeah. Fantastic film, ladies and gentlemen good, people. Man. Uh check it out. Especially if you live in Hong Kong, you know, if 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 you're at home, got nothing better to do, <laughs> check this film out. It's 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 fantastic. Uh I gotta say. First one yeah all right so, so uh, yeah we have one more story for you all today um, what's that then what's that what's that then making global headlines uh, w- you know the world of sports uh, we talked about um, uh, sports before in this show we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the European Super League Ooh. so first of all again look I'm I'm not really a football uh, soccer fan per se it's football, uh, mate. I, football, it's football, football 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 um but uh, you know I, I I I am aware of uh, uh of um you know the European the Premier League uh you know the uh, the World Cup you know, I, I do watch some of the uh uh the epic kind of matchups right and um here's my take on the ESL as they call it the European Super League it's basically um a couple of the world world's best and top football leagues coming together creating essentially their own private little club, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Ozzy, as the resident football genius. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> tell, us, tell us what you think and tell us about this European Super League. Okay, I tell talk about the Super League, right? So basically, so 12 of
1: Europe's leading football clubs announced, uh, I think it was last week, Monday, that they agreed to establish a new midweek competition, the European Super League, and it will be governed by its founding uh, members. So its founding clubs. So the proposal involves the clubs forming their own competition to rival the uh, Champions
0: League. Okay. All right. So so, which clubs are... So pause there. uh, Mm -hmm. What is the Champions League?
1: Okay. So the Champions League is a European club... uh, European Football Club Cup competition. That happens midweek. So the top teams from around Europe come together and they have a competition to see which is the best football club in Europe. That's basically what the Champions League is. Okay. okay. The so whole of Europe,
0: including the UK. It's including the UK, yes. So what happens after Brexit? Can they still play?
1: Yeah, that's fine. UK can still be involved in the uh, Champions League, right? After got it. The Brexit. Okay. So the so which clubs were involved in this uh, Super League? So the Premier League Premier League's Big Six clubs: so Manchester United, Manchester City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, and Tottenham. Uh, from Europe, you've got AC Milan, Arsenal, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea, Barcelona, Inter Milan, Juventus. that are in there. And um, it's anticipated that a further three clubs would join ahead of this inaugural season, which, according to them, was prepared, <laughs> according to them, was going to start very soon. And uh, German German giants Bayern Munich and Boucher Dortmund are not involved, nor are French champions Paris Saint Germain. Okay, so those are the teams that are involved. So this was, this got announced, there was a lot of backlash. That came from this. So we're talking about football commentators. Uh, sorry, uh, football commentators, ex-footballers, even you know, political leaders. So Boris Johnson, he had, he made a statement, and um, they're saying you know the fans were outraged to say you know you cannot just go and form this type of league. It is not in the spirits of of football. If if anything, this is just you know a a money grab. Mm. so going back to your question about you know what my what's my opinion of this so the first thing when i read the story i kind of once again rolled my eyes and said okay this is not going to happen all right this is not going to mm. happen this is clearly some sort of ploy for them to get better tv rights out of the european champions league um out of the european champions league right? and um and it didn't happen it didn't go ahead and uh I don't know. For, for me, what really kind of annoyed me is that there, there was a lot of passionate uh, testimonies coming out, uh, coming out of every single corner of um, society and, and football as, as a whole. And some of it, I find a bit hypocritical as well, when they started quoting about, hey, this is a cash grab they're going to be, the grassroots football, the grassroots teams are, not, are going to be losing out, right. ultimately. And I said, this is, this is uh, it's ridiculous. So the English Premier League, they have they sold the rights, TV rights, around the world. And they make billions and billions of dollars out of it. Now I want to see how that billions of, all those billions and billions of dollars are being filtered down to grassroots football. So we're not talking about super leagues or anything like that. We're talking about the English Premier League. The English Premier League is a product. It's a massive brand. And they've made billions and billions out of it, selling their product around the world. Okay.
0: So, yeah, that's that's exactly what I thought. I mean, why mm. are people criticizing the, the, these people for trying? It's not it's, a cash pro. It's because it all is. It's all yes, business. And right?
1: I think, And I think... Fans do sight of this. Fans do sight of this. I was talking to one fan, Liverpool fan. I support Liverpool, by the way. I was talking to a Liverpool fan. I said he was outraged. I said to I him, why are you so angry by this? I said, mm. oh, because they're exploiting the fans. I said, but, but mate, they've been exploiting fans for decades. <laughs> decades. Why, once again, I ask you again. So why are you outraged by this? Why aren't you yeah. not outraged by the ticket prices? By the, the mm. TV the TV uh, the TV prices. Why aren't you outraged? Outraged by the the football shirts you buy your your son for yeah. seventy seven hundred dollars seven
0: hundred. Why aren't they $1? like five times cheaper? Why they're not right? cheaper? Why are, cheaper? Why are yeah. you outraged by
1: the the twenty the, the two hundred dollars you have to pay for a bite sized pie when you go to watch the game? Why aren't you outraged by this? But you're outraged by them forming up this league. So. One thing football fans need to understand, uh, if you're listening and you're a football fan, I'm going to just keep it real. I'm going to tell you right now, this, you, this is a business. This is mm. a business. Football is a business. These billionaires who own these clubs are not doing it for the passion of the game. They're running a business. They're not running a football Absolutely. club. But therefore, as with any business around the world, you look for growth. That's what you look for. You look for growth. So how are we going to grow our business. We've exploited, sorry, we've um, sold to a <laughs> finite number of people or fans. So we need to find a way to grow the business. One of those areas could be China, as the NBA does, China, mm. Africa. Look at those areas of growth where they can sell their products in those countries, in those emerging markets, right? Yeah,
0: so this we, is, yeah,
1: this is no different. This is no different. They came together. They said to themselves, "We can form this league, and we can we can we can put we can put Dominate. on a better show, and we can sell a better product than what we currently have, and make more money." Mm. That's
0: what it yeah. Is. I I I th- I thought the same. Like as an as a non football kind of uh, non fan, I'm not. I mean, I'm saying I'm not one of those diehard fans that you know will live and die for one football club. Um, but I, I do respect people that have that passion, uh, but from the outside looking in, this sounds like a great idea to me at least you know some you know twelve of the elite of the elite football clubs coming together to compete um, the,
1: the, that... oh man the The idea of it doesn 't captivate me at all because one of the beauties one of the great things about the current champions League competition. Is that you get teams like, for example, Manchester United versus Barcelona, right? Mm. And that doesn't happen that often. Where you get those matchups, but when it does happen, you have the All attention the time of the then. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you have it week in, week out, it dilutes the. It kind of like erodes or dilutes the prestige mm. of the actual occasion. It's not because there's a climb, right?
0: I see what you mean. It's just
1: because yeah. you see the same thing every other week. You're like, actually, oh. Oh what is it this week? Oh Manchester United versus Barcelona. Oh okay. We had that 2 weeks ago. Oh all right. Yeah. You know. Fine, I'll catch it. Yeah. I'll catch the highlights. It's not the same, man. It's not the same. So yeah, I don't know what they were on about why they were, what they were trying to do. Um it, anyway, it collapsed the whole thing immediately. immediately <laughs> collapsed. Yeah. As as
0: as I predicted, you know, that day is not going to happen. Um but, but like you said, there must have been something to it, right? I'm sure, I'm sure some of these people were smart enough to realize that this would happen. Um, oh,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, it's, it's, the, fans didn't do, the fans didn't do anything, right? Only the fans protest and everything like that. But if mm. they wanted to go ahead and push ahead with this, they would go ahead and do it. They have not respected fans. They, being the owners of several of these right, clubs, right, right. have not respected fans for decades, for decades Mm. and decades and decades. You do not tell me, they do not consult fans on these big decisions. They do not consult the fans about this, right? They do not consult fans when they want to move a stadium. They do not consult fans about the kit or consult fans about ticket prices or consult fans about the Sky Sports packages that you have to pay for and blah, 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 blah. They don't consult fans about when they're selling you know, the the, the image rights abroad and that type of thing. They don't mm. put social about anything like that. So these are all business-making decisions. And therefore, it's the business is going to be run at board level. And they will make decisions at board level to make sure that they maximize profits. And that is yeah. what it is. Okay? Rank, ranked Rant over.
0: <laughs> but whoever sold this idea did a pretty good job, right? They, they managed to get through... Um you know, all the way to the top uh, to agree with it. I'm sure there was a lot of work that was put into it um, before the, the announcement. Um, but there you go, you know, power of the masses, overturning <laughs> big decisions. <laughs>
1: oh man, don't get me wrong, man. I don't think the fans played their part to show their rage. You know, they mm. they, they played their part, but ultimately I don't think it was down to the fans. It don't feel yeah. down to the fans. Yeah. But they play their part in terms of getting the messaging across. Mm. But you know, it wasn't really the fans. It was really the fans. Yeah.
0: Well there you have it. <laughs> Check out MS Ciders, you know, before Godzilla and Kong smashes up your local MS.
1: Yeah, man, it's gonna happen, man. Anytime from now. <laughs> Look at the peak man. Mecca Mecca Godzilla's coming down.
0: <laughs> that, that was an awesome scene. HKY1, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening.
1: Thanks, guys. We are out.
0: Peace.